0: Welcome, everybody, to episode number 19 of Broad Sports. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Cohn. And joining me today, I have another one of my old high school teammates. He is a current junior at LaSalle University. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Mr. Derek Brown Jr. How you doing, DBJ? I'm good. How you, Tab? I'm good, my man. so you asked me a couple weeks ago to be on – broad sports for this special week in the nfl but we've been doing what i've been doing on this podcast is a weekly segment of looking into the top 25 and also making our nfl picks of the week how you feel about that
1: good sounds great to me
0: all righty my friend here we go let, let us dive into the ap top 25 there is a new top three this was originally the preseason top three if the big 10 did not postpone season due to coronavirus and that includes number one Clemson they will remain the number one team in the nation Alabama will remain at number two and finally joining in the top three where they would have been in the preseason are the Ohio State Buckeyes after a big win at home against the Nebraska Cornhuskers Notre Dame even though they won 45 to three over rival Pitt they dropped down from three to four and Georgia drops down from four to five Oklahoma, they remain neutral, at no, or remain idle, excuse me, at number 6 Cincinnati. They moved up from number 9 to number 7 after a big win in Dallas last week against the SMU Mustangs. a they Texas A&M, they moved down from 7 to 8 after a big win Friday night against the Fighting Illini of Illinois. Wisconsin has moved up from number 14 to number 9 and rounding out the top 10 is the Florida Gators, who will finally be able to play a game this week. What do you think of that top 10, DBJ? Uh
1: It's real good. I mean, of course, there's some shockers in there, but it's real good. Overall, I'm just happy to see the college football's back.
0: As am I, my friend. just outside the top 10 are the B- the undefeated 6-0 BYU Cougars. They moved up from number 12 to number 11. And Miami moved out, the University of Miami, they moved down from number 11 to number 12. After a big win on the road in Minneapolis, the Michigan Wolverines moved up from number 18 to number 13. The Oregon Ducks at 0-0, they will return to play next week. They moved down from number 13 to number 15. Even though nor- the University of North Carolina Tar Heels got a big win at home last week against rival NC State, they dropped down from 14 to 15. Kansas State. They've moved up from 20 to 7, or excuse me, 20 to 16. Now, this one's probably the biggest shocker of them all. It, this was a controversial call, may I say. But moving into the top 25 for the first time this season, after a big win at home, their first win against the top 10 teams since 1987. They snapped the second longest losing streak, losing streak against top 10 teams in college football. And the longest losing streak in Big Ten history at 42 games. The Indiana Hoosiers moved into 17th in the rankings after a big win at home against Penn State. Speaking of Penn State, they were number eight in the country last week. But after they fell in overtime in Bloomington, they went from number eight to number 18. The Marshall Thundering Herd are still rolling. They are 5-0. They moved up from number 22 to number 19. Coastal Carolina, they entered in for the first time ever as an FPS program last week into the top 25. They were number 25 and got a big win at home, 28 to 14, over the Eagles of Georgia Southern. So they moved up from 25 to 20. USC, again, they will not play until next week. The University of Southern California Trojans, they moved up from 24 to 21. The SMU Mustangs have moved down from number 16 to number 22 after their home loss last week against the Cincinnati Bearcats. The Iowa State Cyclones, they've moved down from 17 to 23 after a very close loss in Stillwater to the Oklahoma Oklahoma State Cowboys. And joining back into the rankings is the Oklahoma Sooners. I don't personally agree with, with that, but I will explain it in a minute. And also rounding out the top 25, this will be their first time in this year as the Mountain West returned to play last week. That is the Broncos of Boise State. One, So that is the top 25 this week for week nine of the college football season. DBJ, what do you think of that top 25?
1: I think it's pretty good. I think there's going to be some upsets in there, but it's still early, so there's a, a lot of time left.
0: I definitely agree, my friend. I know that there's a lot of controversy, especially in the top 25. I personally disagree with the Oklahoma pick. I know why they added them back in, because they're a top 25 team. Because they're a a power five team. But also, if you look at Liberty, this is the first time in their school history as an FBS program that they are a 6-0 team. I think, personally, they should be in the top 25. They have a power five win against the Syracuse Orange. And they have a big game this week against the Virginia Tech Hokies. So, if they beat Virginia Tech, I think they definitely should be going into the top 25. Other receiving votes included the Memphis Tigers. They got 105 votes. As I just mentioned, the Flames of Liberty, they got 85 votes. The Green Wave of Tulane, they got 80 votes. The Raging Cajuns of UL Lafayette got 50. The Black Knights of Army got 44. The Auburn Tigers got 41. The Golden Gophers of Minnesota got 40. The Utes of Utah got 36. The Northwestern Wildcats got 20, the Arkansas Razorbacks with 15, the Washington Huskies with 15, the Purdue Boilermakers with eight, the Arizona State Sun Devils with seven, the Appalachian State Mountaineers with six, the Cal Golden Bears with four, the Boston College Eagles with two, the Texas Longhorns with two, and the Aztecs of San Diego State with one. Now let's take a look into the top 25 games for week nine of the college football season. Now most of them will occur on Halloween, Saturday, October thirty first, twenty twenty. But we do actually have a game on Friday night, October thirtieth, at seven p.m. Eastern, on CBS Sports Network. We have the number nineteen Marshall Thundering Herd. They will leave Huntington, West Virginia, and head to Miami, Florida, to take on their conference USA, or yeah, conference USA opponent. In the floor 0 and three Florida International Golden Panthers, the Thundering Herd. They are favored by 23 and a half points. I think it's I think it's a given. I'm gonna take the Thundering Herd to absolutely crush the Panthers.
1: Yeah, I'll be doing the same. I'll I'll see where the um, the Panthers can win. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: definitely agree. Kicking it off on Saturday, October 31st, Halloween 2020, at noon on ABC. We've got the 4-2 Boston College Eagles. They will head to Memorial Stadium to take on the number one Clemson Tigers. The Tigers, they're favored by 31 points. I think Clemson will win. However, they their spread last week was ridiculous. They were 46-point favorites Against Syracuse and only beat them by 27. I'm picking Clemson to win, but I think the Eagles will cover this spread.
1: Yeah, I'm picking Clemson to win too. The, the spreads be uh, a little hard, especially since most teams are going out there to win, not really to cover a spread. But I can see them covering the spread. They're, they're really, they're really dominant this year. So.
0: Absolutely, my friend. At noon on the SEC Network, we've got the number five Georgia Bulldogs. They will head to Kroger Field in Lexington, Kentucky, to take on the 2-3 and Kentucky Wildcats. The Bulldogs, they are favored by 14.5 points. Kentucky, they just came off a bad loss to the University of Missouri. I will be taking the Bulldogs to win this game.
1: I will also be taking the Bulldogs.
0: Now, this one – is gonna be a good game. And this might be one of the games of the year in the American Conference. At noon on ESPN, we've got the three and one Memphis Tigers, whose only loss came at the hands of the SMU Mustangs. They will head to Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio to take on the number seventh ranked Cincinnati Bearcats. The Bearcats they're favored by seven points. I think this game will be closer than seven points. Um You know what? I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to take the Memphis Tigers to upset the Cincinnati Bearcats.
1: I think I'll do the same because it's always some upsets every week, too. Anyway, so I thought this might be the one.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree, my friend. At noon on Fox, big noon kickoff for the Big Ten. It will happen at the big house in Ann Arbor, Michigan, between the number 13th-ranked Michigan Wolverines and their in-state rivals in the Michigan Spartans are coming off a horrific loss at home to Rutgers, may I add. The Wolverines, they're favored by 24 and a half points. I think if you lose to Rutgers, not only at home, it's <laughs> like double digits. You're not a good football team. Give me the Wolverines to absolutely crush the Spartans.
1: Yeah, I'll do i do the same. The Wolverines, they're definitely gonna bring it bring it home.
0: At noon on ESPN2, we've got the number 16 Kansas State Wildcats. They will head to Morgantown, West Virginia, to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. The Mountaineers are actually favored in this game by three and a half. And I can see why, because it's in Morgantown. And I think I'm actually going to take the Mountaineers to upset the Wildcats.
1: I am too. Come
0: on. At noon on ESPNU, We've got the number 20 Shauna Clears. They will leave Conway, South Carolina, and hit on the two-and-two two Georgia State Panthers. The Shawnee Clears, they're favored by three points. I think this team, everyone thought that they were going to get upset last week and fall out of the rankings. This team is a very dominant team. They've beaten every team by double digits, minus the UL Lafayette game, where they that's how they got ranked, upsetting the UL yet, Ragin' Cajuns. I'm awesome taking the shot of clear to win. win. Definitely. Oh, boy, do I even have to say this next game? At noon on Fox Sports 1, we've got the number 23-ranked Iowa State Cyclones. They will head to Lawrence, Kansas, to take on the 0-5 Kansas Jayhawks. Which, here's a fun fact. Uh, Kansas lost to this Coastal Carolina team for the second year in a row this year. The Cyclones, they're favored by 28-and-a-half. Again, not even, not yeah. even a question. Oh, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> At 3.30 on Fox Sports 1, we've got the number nine Wisconsin Badgers. They will hit the road and head to Lincoln, Nebraska, to take on the 0-and-1 Cornhuskers. The Badgers, they're favored by three and a half. This one actually has an over-under, which is 48-and-a-half. This one's going to be a tough one because Wisconsin's quarterback went off for last Friday against the Illinois Fighting Illini, only having one incompletion. However, here's the problem. Mm. He has just tested positive for COVID-19. So that is a little bit of a predicament. So I could see the Cornhuskers uh, upsetting the Badgers, but I think the Badgers will survive by a yeah, skin of victory.
1: Very close game either way.
0: Definitely agree. At 3.30 on the Big Ten Network, we've got the number 17th-ranked Indiana Hoosiers coming off of probably their biggest win in school history, one of their biggest wins, even though it's controversial. <laughs> I thought he was first or short as a Penn State fan, but hey, I understand why I understand why they stuck with the rolling on the field. It was very hard to overturn that call, but he did look short. That's one of the most controversial calls this year, besides the Bonex backward pass spike. They will hit the road and head to New Jersey to take on the, I can't believe I'm saying this, the 1 and 0 Rutgers Scarlet Knights, who got a double digit victory in East Lansing against the Michigan State Spartans. There's no
1: current spread. I'm yeah, going to take the who's to win. win. I don't see Rutgers doing an doing upset this week.
0: Neither do I, my friend. At 4 o'clock on Fox, we've got the number six Oklahoma State. Cowboys, they're coming off of a very close three-point victory against the Cyclones of Iowa State. They will stay home, but the Texas Longhorns and Sam Ellinger will be coming into town. The Cowboys, they are favored by three and a half points. I'm still picking the Cowboys to win. I think Sanders and Hubbard, they're probably one of the best quarterback running back duos in the nation, besides Mac Jones and Najee Harris and Lawrence and ETN. Texas, they're always Always so overhyped, in my opinion. Even Sam Ellinger, they won the, they won the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> Longhorn Nation, we're back. Tim Idiot. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys, too. I'm taking the Cowboys. At 6 o'clock on the CBS Sports Network, we've got the number 25 right, Boise State Broncos. They will hit the road and head to Colorado Springs to take on the Air Force Academy and the Falcons. They're favored by 14 points. I mean, really, it's Boise State and Mountain West. I'm taking the Broncos. You usually take the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos. At 7 o'clock on ESPN, we've got the number two Alabama Crimson Tide coming off of a big win last week against against the University of Tennessee. They will head back home and take on – The Mississippi State Bulldogs, the Crimson Tide, they're favored by 31 points. I'm still picking Alabama to win. It does suck that they lost Jalen Waddell for the rest of the year on a broken ankle. So now really their only deep threat is Devontae Smith, but John Mechie is still a very good receiver. And Mississippi State, what a one-game wonder these guys have been so far this season. So in consecutive weeks, DBJ, they snapped. The SEC's longest win streak in LSU at 16 straight games, beating them at Baton Rouge. The following week, you return home to Starkville. You take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. On paper, you should have killed them. And you lose to the Razorbacks and snap (laughs) the SEC's longest losing streak at 20 games. So in back-to-back, you break both streaks. And K.J. Costello... Everyone thought that he was going to have an amazing year after his first ever SEC game. He's a, he's a Stanford transfer. He breaks the SEC record for passing yards in a game, and he has not been the same since. He has more interceptions than touchdowns this year. I think it's a no-brainer. He's going to get yeah, eaten it's, alive. Give me the Crimson Tide. <laughs> At 7:30 p.m. Eastern on the SEC Network, we've got this game. Would usually be played in Dallas, but I think due to COVID-19, they moved it to Kyle Field between the Arkansas Razorbacks and the Texas A&M Aggies. Aggies, they're favored by 11 and a half points. I think Arkansas covers that spread, and A&M still pulls out the victory. Personally, in my opinion. Arkansas should probably be 3 and 1 and not 2 and 2 after that controversial call against Auburn where explain to me how he still gets a Bonnex still gets a spike where the rule is you have to have a clean snap in order to get a spike. Nix fumbles the snap, recovers it, throws it backwards for a spike. Therefore, that's considered a backwards pass. Arkansas jumps on the fumble, it should have been Arkansas's ball. They take the knee they win the game. Not the case. Auburn, the rest rule that Auburn got a successful spike and they kicked the game winning field goal with seven seconds left to escape with a 30 to 28 victory wow, I mean, over the Razorbacks.
1: There's always some debatable and rough calls. I mean, but that definitely sounds like it should have been a fumble.
0: And then Auburn had another controversial call last week against the Ole Miss Rebels. If they were ranked, we'd go over it. But since they're not, I won't even bother with it. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the SEC alternate network, we've got the Missouri Tigers heading to Gainesville, Florida to take on the number 10 Florida Gators. This one honestly might be a tough one. You know, the Gators, they're favored by 13 points. The last time the Tigers came to Gainesville, They blew out Florida 38-17. Since since Missouri has joined the SEC, this team has split every single meeting. They've split their meetings in Gainesville at 2-2, and they've also split their meetings in Columbia at 2-2. So who's going to take the leg up? We'll have to wait and see. I personally think it will be the Gators, but, again, you have to – keep into consideration that Missouri has won two out of the last three times that it has been in Gainesville. Alrighty, my friend. I won't be surprised if the Tigers do pull off that upset. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2, we've got the Navy midshipmen. They will leave Annapolis and head to Dallas to take on the number 22-ranked SMU Mustangs. The Mustangs, they are favored by 14 and a half. I'm taking the Mustangs to win. At 8 p.m. Eastern on the ACC Network, we've got the number 15 North Carolina Tar Heels coming off a big win at home against rival NC State. They will hit the road and head to Charlottesville to take on the defending ACC Coastal Champion in the Virginia Cavaliers, who are currently 1-4. And the Tar Heels, they're favored by six and a half points. I'm taking the Tar Heels. Now, the reason why I said defending ACC Coastal is because the ACC this year, they added in Notre Dame, and they decided not to do divisions this year. So, when they go back to normal divisions next year, Virginia still will be the defending Coastal champions. I'm taking the Tar Heels. I think Howell will absolutely destroy that Virginia defense. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC, this is where College Game Day will be. It is the number three Ohio State Buckeyes. They will head to Happy Valley. I guarantee that this is the whiteout game against number 18th ranked Penn State. Ohio State, they're favored by 12 and a half. As a Penn State fan, it kills me to say this, but I think Ohio State is definitely going to get the victory against my guys. But I still will be rooting for Penn State. And honestly, knowing how 2020 has been this year, how Rutgers beats Michigan State by double digits? Arkansas is two and two, even though they should be three and one. I would not be surprised if Penn yeah, State I'm, came away with the upset.
1: I would take Penn State just <laughs> room for my team. Definitely,
0: and our final top twenty-five game is at ten fifteen PM Eastern on ESPN. That involves the two and four Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. They will head the road. They will hit the road to Provo, Utah, to take on. Number 11th ranked BYU Cougars. The Cougars, they're favored by 29 points. Not even a question, especially since it's at home. Yeah, I'm Give the me the BYU uh, Cougars. This is
1: really a no-brainer.
0: Definitely. So that's the top 25 for this week, folks. Now let us dive in to week eight of the NFL season. DBJ, I didn't have a horrible week picking last week. I went 10-4. and four. The ones I got wrong included I picked the Bengals to beat the Browns. I picked the Rams to beat, or I picked the Bears to beat the Rams. I picked the Seahawks to beat the Cardinals. And I picked, oh, I forget who else I got wrong. Oh, I picked the yeah. Raiders to beat the Buccaneers.
1: I mean, a lot of those games could have either way, especially that, uh, the Browns game. You, you should have, you should have won that game, actually. But,
0: <laughs> yeah. 11 seconds left. Well, also one that I technically should have lost was the Lions-Falcons game. I technically should have lost that game. So let's kick it off on Thursday night, October 29th, 2020, at 8.20 p.m. Eastern on Fox and the NFL Network at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. We've got the 1-6 Atlanta Falcons coming off of their heartbreaking (laughs) Once again, Atlanta feels another bit of pain giving up the game-winning touchdown with no time left on the clock. They're now 1-6. and They will hit the road and head to Charlotte, who are facing the the Carolina Panthers. who are coming back after a road loss to the New Orleans Saints. That was – I respect Matt Rule for going for the 65-yard field goal against the Saints, and it came up just short. I definitely thought he was going to shank it, but no. He came up probably about a few feet short. Hats off to his kicker. The Panthers, they're favored by two and a half points, and the over-under is 49
1: points. I'm, yeah, I'm taking, taking the Panthers to, to win. win over the they belt. have a, a solid team.
0: Absolutely. At 1 o'clock on CBS at Bill Stadium in Orchard Park, New York, we've got the 2-4 and four New England Patriots coming off of their worst home loss ever with Bill Belichick at the helm, last week against the San Francisco 49ers, they will hit the road and head to Buffalo to take on the Bills, who are 5-2, and two, coming off of a very, very close game against the winless New York Jets. The Bills, they're favored by 3.5 points. Over-under is 43.5. I think it's no question. I'm taking the Bills. They're definitely going to dominate at home. Yes, um, the Patriots have won, I think, like 16 or 17 straight in Buffalo. That streak ends this year. Yeah, I'm taking the bills me order the
1: process a close game. Even though the Patriots are having a lot of problems. They just benched Cam last week, but I'm still I have to take the bills.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. We'll have to see if that becomes a long term issue with Cam Newton and see if they start stin him over him. Will that happen? Probably not, but would I be surprised? No. <laughs> At 1 o'clock on CBS, we've got the 5-1 and one Tennessee Titans who are coming off of their first loss of the season at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They will hit the road and head to Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio to take on the 1-5-1 Cincinnati Bengals who are coming off of a heartbreaker loss to their rivals in the Cleveland Browns, giving up the game-winning touchdown with only 11 seconds left. The Titans, they're favored by 5.5 points. The over-under is 55. I'm taking the Titans. Yeah, to taking... me, it's kind of a no-brainer. Would I be surprised if it's closer? Yes. I think, though, the Titans, they'll definitely
1: pay. Yeah, I'm, taking the, Titans, I'm um, taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. on a week they just uh, they lost. And so, I feel like they're definitely looking to bounce back. And the Bengals, they don't really have enough firepower to really stop them. So, definitely take the Titans. I definitely agree, my friend. At one o'clock
0: on Fox, we've got the three and three Las Vegas Raiders coming off of a home loss. This is, yeah, a home loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They will hit the road and head to First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio to take on the five and two Cleveland Browns who are coming off of a road victory and they got the sweep over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Browns are favored by two and a half points and the over under is 53 and a half. This one's probably a tough game to pick for me personally. Because if the Browns had OBJ, I would say Browns, no question. But knowing that they lost him to the year for because of a 20 ACL, I'm actually going to take the Raiders in the upset because Baker, he's not 100% healthy. And you've seen his horrible throws. That's one of the main reasons why OBJ got injured was one of Baker's horrible throws. I'm yeah, taking the Raiders uh, in the upset.
1: It's a rough, it's a hard pick. But I think I'm taking the, um, the Raiders. They – even though the Raiders, they have enough potential where they can beat anybody. But every now and then, they, they had a rough game. But I don't see the Browns winning this game without OBJ. It's going to be rough. Yeah, I definitely agree. And
0: also, one guy that has surprised me this year, but also hasn't surprised me since he spat in the face of my team, you that is Nelson Aguilar is just balling out in Vegas. I'm so surprised by that. At 1 o'clock on CBS, we've got the 4-2 and two Indianapolis Colts. They will hit the road and head to Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan to take on the 3-3 three and three Detroit Lions, who come home after a game-winning touchdown, in the final seconds to beat the Atlanta Falcons. The Colts are favored by three points. The over-under is 50. I am taking the Colts to win this game. However, do not be surprised um, if the Lions come away. I think I'm like taking that. the
1: Lions. They're they're playing pretty good football right now, and I gotta go with my boy DeAndre Swift from Philly. He's been playing phenomenal. So, Taking the Lions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: definitely. Former St. Joe's prep uh, sure. running back and University of Georgia running back, DeAndre Swift. He's been balling out. At one o'clock on Fox, we've got the one in five <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. They will hit the road and head to Lambeau Field to take on the five and one Green Bay Packers. The Packers, they're favored by six and a half points. Over unders, 54 and a half. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah. This is not even a question. The Packers will sweep the Vikings. Yeah, I'm taking the
1: Packers. You said four, favored by the six second and a year in a row. Uh, I I'm surprised that the spread's not even higher. Honestly, yeah, yeah I'm taking the Packers.
0: Well, this one's incredibly high in this time. At one o'clock on CBS, you've got the O and seven New York Jets. They had a chance to beat the Buffalo Bills. Of course, they blew that. They will hit the road, and <laughs> I'm sorry, Jets fans. I have to laugh at this. You're heading to Kansas City. To take on the Chiefs and are 19 and a half point underdogs. If you think you're winning that game, I don't know what you're
1: on. Yeah, that's 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 but not I'm even a no I don't, it's not even a question I'm taking Kansas City. Oh, yeah. It's Le'Veon's first start against his that. former team in the New
0: York Jets. at one o'clock on Fox. We've got the 5-2 and two Los Angeles Rams coming off of a home victory last night against the Chicago Bears. They will hit the road and head to Miami, Florida to take on the 3-3 three and three Miami Dolphins. The Rams are favored by four points. The over-under is 46-1. I, I mean, the Rams, they look really good. But it will be interesting to see what happens with the Dolphins as this will be the first career start. For rookie quarterback out of Alabama to Tungavailoa. you know what? I'm gonna do um, it just because it's yeah, in Miami. I am taking I see where the you're Dolphins. coming
1: from, but I definitely got to take the Rams for a QB's first game to go against Aaron Donald. I don't know. That's a, that's a rough. That's rough. It's a, it's a great. They have a great pass over there. That is and also true. Sure. All night last night. So yeah, I'm taking the Rams. Okay, at 1 Four o'clock on CBS.
0: Now, this game was supposed to happen last week, or it was supposed to happen a couple weeks ago because the Ravens were supposed to have the bye week this week and the Steelers were supposed to have their bye week last week. But because of COVID-19 and their rescheduling game with the Titans, now it is probably the game of the year in the AFC North. The 6-0 and Pittsburgh Steelers against the 5-1 Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. The Ravens are favored by three and a half points. The over-under is 47. Before I even begin, <laughs> that's in the over. That, that's not even a question.
1: I mean, you are a betting man. Yeah. I would I say this I definitely it's hits a question. The even though both teams do have good defenses, but I, I still see a hit in the over. <laughs>
0: Now this, this is definitely an interesting game, but uh, I think yeah, I'm actually going to Pittsburgh playing great, in this I mean, game. They have good
1: momentum right now. They have, they they are undefeated, but it's been against good teams. Like they're not playing just straight bums every week. But I still think I could take I have to take the Ravens. I think they're trying to the Ravens are trying to fight back. They're trying to, I know after that loss, the KC team like something's ignited them. So I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, definitely. At 405 on
0: CBS, you've got the two and four Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert coming off of his first career win. Tip of the hat to you. Now, you, funny enough, him and Joe Burrow have their first career victories against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They will hit the road and head to Denver, Colorado to take on the two and four Denver Broncos. The Chargers, they're favored by three points. Yeah, I'm taking the I Chargers. I see that for a reason. I'm taking think, the Chargers. Uh,
1: Broncos can keep up with them. They, they're going to score. Yeah. At 4:25
0: on Fox, we've got the four and two New Orleans Saints. They will hit the road and head to Chicago, Illinois, to take on the five and two Chicago Bears. The Saints are actually favored by four points. The over under is 45 and a half. Wow, this is a tough game to pick. Um even though the Bears defense is very, very filthy and we don't know yeah, when Michael still, Thomas will be coming back I'm still thinking the
1: Saints. After watching the Bears last night I don't I don't think they have enough like like their offense isn't good enough for like a team of the Saints. I think the Saints get to like what, 20, 24, 27 points they'll be fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. At 425 p.m. Eastern on Fox, we've got a matchup. I'm just going to say it because it basically is a matchup in the NFC best. They're not the West. They're the best. They're the only division where every team has an over 500 record. Every team has a winning record. Like the Niners, they're in last place at four and three, but they still have a winning record. It features the San Francisco 49ers against the Seattle Seahawks in CenturyLink Field. Seahawks, they're favored by three points over under 54, taking the Seahawks to bounce back after that heartbreaker against the the Arizona Cardinals. Absolutely, my friend. Well, this is the game that you wanted, Sunday night football on Sunday, November 1st. 8.20 8.20 p.m. Eastern on NBC. It is another rendition of the Birds and the Boys. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year. I like this one more because it's the home one. It's Dallas Hate Week. We've got the 2-5. and five. Dallas Cowboys coming off of a bad, 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 bad loss to the Washington football team. They will take on my beloved Philadelphia Eagles, who are 2-4-1. and one. The Birds, they survived by the skin of their teeth against the New York football Giants. The Latin Now, there is no spread on, on ESPN, which is where I've been looking the whole season, folks. I've been looking on ESPN. Last time I checked, Philadelphia, they were favored by three and a half. To me, this is no question. I'm taking my birds, especially if Andy Dalton doesn't play this week since he is in concussion protocol. Even if Andy Dalton does play, I think that we're going to sack him at least four times. I think rookie Ben DiNucci will be eaten alive. Oh, man, Give wow. me the birds in a blowout. Uh Oh, and FYI folks, Mr. Donroe uh, Jr. That Cowboys. Definitely is a, Cowboy a rough fan. week
1: for the boys. But I cannot give you the satisfaction of me saying the Eagles are going to win so I still have to pick my Cowboys.
0: <laughs> I I expected that. I know that you I know Like your heart wants you to say the Cowboys, your brain wants you to to say the Birds, but you went with your team (laughs) instead of your brain. Absolutely, I mean, this is like a must-win, honestly, for the Philadelphia Eagles because we had the bye week next week, then we've got the Giants again going for a ninth straight. They're not even the the G men; I call them the G boys. We've won eight in a row. We could make it nine in a row. This is the second longest streak in the rivalry of winning since my Philadelphia Eagles won 12 straight from 1975 to 1981. But these two games coming up to get to 4-4-1, they are a must win because the stretch that the Philadelphia Eagles have coming up is brutal. It includes the Cleveland Browns, the Seattle Seahawks, the Green Bay Packers, the New Orleans yeah, rough. and the
1: Arizona I Cardinals. See the I see the Eagles. Like, uh, I don't know. The Eagles are a tricky team. They don't really quit. Like y'all, play like, y'all play like two-year competition. No, they don't. And I've said this my whole life. I've
0: said this my whole life as a Birds fan. Especially if you look at their game against Baltimore. We'll make it close or beat teams that we're not supposed to beat. And then, like, for example, last year against the Dolphins even though I picked the Dolphins in the preseason to upset us, yes. they will really lose the teams hard. that we aren't supposed to lose to. Yeah, but that stretch is brutal because only the Saints and Seahawks are at home. So that means we have to go to Lambeau Field, we have to go to Cleveland, yes. and we have to go to the tough. Yikes. Yeah, that's going to be really, really tough. And wrapping it up, Week 9 at Monday on Monday, November 2nd, 2020 at 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We've got the 5-2 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're coming off of a road, road win last week against the Las Vegas Raiders. They will head to New York to take on the New York football Giants. The Buccaneers, they're favored by 10.5 points, and the over-under is 47 points. Now, I saw this. I'm taking the Buccaneers to win. But also the Buccaneers—they just updated their uniforms this year. This will be the debut game of their red jersey. They've worn white and they've worn their pewter color rush in every game this year. This—they
1: will finally wear their red jersey yeah, I, I'm this week the against the Giants. Even with or without the jersey, I'm taking the Bucks. But they're definitely going to win in a New Jersey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Teams that were on the bye week this week include the Arizona Cardinals coming off of a thrilling overtime victory against the Seattle Seahawks, the Washington football team who dominated your Cowboys last week, the Jacksonville Jaguars who lost a tough one in Los Angeles, and the Houston Texans who lost bad at home against the Green Bay Packers. So those are our picks, guys. Please let me know on Instagram and Twitter at Pod what you guys think about these picks. That's going to wrap it up for episode 19 of Broad Sports. DBJ, I can't thank you enough for being on here, my man. Definitely please give my man a follow on Instagram at DBJ215. Please follow Broad Sports on Instagram and Twitter at Broad Sports Pod. And with that being said, this is your host, Kevin Cohn.